Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. The gym we go to, there's all these like older men who are always like working out and like lifting weights. And like, here we are like, hey, are you using the fives? Like, no, of course they're not using the fives. And Liz. Can only think of Harry Potter. Will only ever think of Harry Potter. Yeah. If you're going to name your daughter Hermione, I mean, you might as well be a stumpy. You know? (laughs) It's like... Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Happy Thursday, everybody. How's it going? How's your week going? Uh, you know, Liz has been making, I have been consenting <laughs> to working out, <laughs> consenting <laughs> to working out with Elizabeth in the mornings. And I have never like loved working out. And everyone's like, try a class, try this. I've done it all, people. It's just like, I'm not a gym girl. But now that I'm a mom, and like a mom of three and super busy, I do appreciate the alone time to focus on me. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't love what I'm focusing on, at least it's ju- it's something I'm doing just for myself. Yeah. And you also said, too, like you had such a crazy morning the other day trying to get all the kids out of the house, trying to do everything. And that by the time you got to the gym, you were like, OK, I've already designated this hour. I'm not going to waste it. No, like it took me so much work to get here. I'm burning some cows. Like, I didn't come all the way here to exactly. half-ass it. Who kn- <gasps> what? I said ASS. Oh. Oh, no. There's not really a clean version for that. Like, you know, you just got to say that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you also got yourself an Apple Watch as a, as a reward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for working out for six days okay, in a row. But before we get to that, I want to say something else about working out. Okay. And just, this is kind of like a mindset shift that I'm having in my motherhood. And that is you got to take it a day at a time Mm -hmm. because the amount of how difficult it was for me to get out of the house by seven o'clock packed, ready to go for the whole day is difficult. And the way that our morning routine works is I take the kids to daycare, then I go straight to the gym. So I have to have my clothes packed for the day, any car seats, any filming equipment we would need. Like once I leave for daycare, I'm not coming back home, Mm -hmm. which makes things difficult so like mm-hmm. i feel like the night before i'm prepping the car i'm prepping the jib bag i'm picking up my outfit the morning of i'm loading this up i'm loading that up i'm packing my pump packing lunch packing a water packing stuff for george and hattie and fred like packing fred's milk like it's just so much to pack every yeah. single day mm-hmm. just to get out of the house that when i think about like oh my gosh so if i want to work out four times a week i have to do this all the time mm-hmm. and that can be daunting yeah but instead i'm like you know what i did it today because by tomorrow morning, I'll probably have the energy to maybe do it again. And then by the end of it, I'll be like, I'm never doing this again. But my mindset shift is just take it a day at a time. That is that is all you can do. And the only way you're ever going to reap any benefits from it is if you stay consistent. So that's what Liz told me, it. which has been good also, because she said, what did you say? One workout doesn't make or break it. Doesn't make it or break it. Yeah. So I always think, you know, if you're like, oh, I didn't work out today or, oh, I got a great workout in today. Um, In the same way that working out one time is not going to reap results, missing one workout also won't ruin your results. Same thing with eating. One healthy meal is not going to change your life. One unhealthy meal also won't change your results. So it's like it's a double edged sword. So you have to stay consistent with it all and know that give yourself some grace. Yeah. Missing a workout's not the end of the world. Um, but yeah. you have to stay consistent if you want to see the results. And so. hey, I'm on week two of consistency. And I'm not, I'm really feeling committed to this. 
Yeah, good. I'm happy. Well, we'll see what happens when I stop working out. Oh, that will be <laughs> tough. But I am going to get my... Have to, hopefully, you will feel established enough to go and do it yourself. Yes. I, I'm so grateful to have someone who knows what they're doing at the gym because that is so intimidating. And we, the gym we go to, there's all these like older men who are always like working out and like lifting weights. And like, here we are like, hey, are you using the fives? Like, no, of course, I'm not using no. the fives. But we do. We pump some iron. That we do. And I'm going to get my Peloton back. So people always ask me like, hey, do you still like your Peloton? And I haven't been using it in months. I gave it to Liz yeah. when I was pregnant because I didn't want to do it. But now I'm ready to bring it back. Yeah. But the, so you're going to take it back. The shift I'm going to make is instead of putting it in the depths of my basement, I'm going to put it in my garage. OK. Especially for summer. Like that's so yeah. fun. Like open up the garage, get some music going, mm-hmm. get a sweat on in my garage. Like I don't want to go down to my jun- dungeon of a basement. Yeah. When I had your Peloton in my garage, um, I would just go in in the morning when I would naturally sit on my phone, check emails, do whatever work. I'll just sit on it. Just do a free ride. Don't even do a class and just move your no. legs. It's something. It's something. It's it's always and that's us something. being health girls. Health queens on our health journey. Hope you're here for it. Anyway, um, that's kind of a tangent. So let's get into our episode. Try and stay on track. And let's give you our roadmap. Our roadmap, we have a millennial word. We're going to play one of our favorite games, which is our last three transactions. I've got some incredible industry news. And of course, we're going to bring you a ditch the drive through. So Elizabeth, start us off with our millennial word of the day, where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less, less lame. lame. Okay. You never give it to me. <laughs> I know. Okay, today's word is at me. At me. Oh. The like at symbol. <laughs> yes. The I've... email symbol. Like try me. Yeah, I think. Yes. But people just say like at Pronounced mom. at me. Used on social media when someone feels attacked by a post. I disagree. I mean, maybe, but you can also just say it about anything. So if Liz and I were talking about something that relate oh, shoot it is kind it's, of hard to think of an I'm example feeling, it's when you're feeling attacked yeah that's what the definition so you would said. say at me don't, don't don't at me don't at me yeah don't attack so me. if i'm like calling you out for something you'd be like don't at me because if you tag- are because i'm tagging you but if you are calling someone out you'd be like at mom at tyler yeah yeah like i feel like i do it a lot in um like snapchat or text when something's pertinent to someone it's yeah, yeah. you call them out okay that's a good one yeah i think that'll be very easy to use in today's episode i think so too um okay so let's get right into our last three transactions so this tell, is, the, tell the new listeners what this is this is a segment we like to do where we just kind of talk about like what we've bought recently what we're liking um why we bought it and kind of expose our most recent transactions and i have kind of been unhinged lately have you because i've kind of been reeling it in um well after my baby shower i got some duplicates of stuff got some stuff that i was like you know what i actually didn't need this um and so i've been making a lot of returns and with returns come amazon credit to my Mm. account and so in my mind i think i can't save this I, i have to spend it on nursery items because because that's, that's what it was gifted for. Because that's what it was gifted for. So I've been kind of going ham. So do you, can you share one? Okay. So one thing that I recently bought for the nursery, it's kind of, I'm going to say that I'm going to wrap it into two because it was one transaction. Um, I went on Etsy and I ordered a name sign for the hospital. Uh, it's getting serious. And also um, they have these like darling like pendant flat, like felt pendant flags. 
that yeah. I saw on Etsy. And I just think it's like very boy and very cute. So I got that with his name on it as well. Speaking of, do we get a baby name clue? Yeah, I'm going to say what it's not because I'm getting um, some a I, common a common name guess, which is kind of random. But I guess I could see where people are getting it from. Um, it is not Sebastian. It's not Sebastian St. John. <laughs> I do. I don't hate that name, to be honest. Um, I can only think of the Little Mermaid when I hear the name no, Sebastian. I know. And I guess people think it's Sebastian since we said SBJ. Yes. But Bas- I learned there's not a J in Sebastian. No, but it kind of sounds like there it is. It sounds like there is. Phonetically, it kind of sounds like it. Um, You know what? Sebastian's one of those names that I can only think of a Little Mermaid. And then I saw on Reels the other day, someone was ca- talking to her two children and one she named her daughter Hermione. And I'm like, I'm sure Hermione's actually a legitimate real name out yeah. there. Can only think of Harry Potter. Will only ever think of Harry Potter. Yeah. If you're going to name your daughter Hermione, I mean, you might as well be a stumpy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah, it's on a regulating list. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't know if there's like other names like that. That, that have are, just been ruined. Cause Not ruined, but... Uh, so, so seriously associated. Even Ariel. Speaking of Little Mermaid, I know someone named Ariel who has a kid named Ariel, and yeah, I, I think I a Little Mermaid. Only think of Little Mermaid, but isn't it funny? Like some names, I don't like. If you told me, but I don't think of, I don't feel that way with Aurora and or, that's a, or Tiana or Belle. Well, maybe well, no, not really, not really Belle, but Ariel. Yeah, it's got to be the Little mermaid. mermaid. Yeah, that's funny. Well, also like you can think of Hermione, but Harry's not only Harry Potter. Yeah, or. Fred and George aren't only the Weasley twins. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're also the Stumpy boys. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Something interesting. Okay. My, one of my last transactions was I bought one thing about my daughter, Hattie, is she has no taste. She yeah. picks out <laughs> the, it's like a running joke with us. The girl picks out the ugliest things ever. Like, on like a fun day, like we go to Builder Bear or something. It's like, you can pick whatever you want. I'm like, really, Hattie? You the, want the rainbow bear? <laughs> the rainbow bear with real hair? Yeah, that's the one you want? Or wherever we are, she I swear, she picks out the ugliest. It's always whatever is the most gaudy. Like the last atrocious. thing I want to bring into my house. Yeah. No taste. It's like, do, do you want this cute unicorn? No, I want this like, like squiggly sloth. Like yeah, it's like, purple. Okay. <laughs> and George is the opposite. All of George's toys, he likes toys very realistic. So if you, he like wants a frog or he want, right now he wants a box turtle. Okay. You guys know how hard it is to find a box turtle toy? Yeah. Pretty no, freaky. No, we're not hard. talking about a turtle toy. A turtle, no. a turtle stuffed animal. Get, if you can hand him a stuffed animal, get out of if here. If it doesn't look, if it's not proportionally accurate, he doesn't want it. Like he yeah. wants his toys realistic. Hattie, opposite end of the spectrum. Anyway, so since Hattie potty trained, I wanted to buy her like a little prize because George got a prize for potty training. So Mm -hmm. she gets a prize. And of course, she wanted, she loves unicorns and she loves rainbow unicorns. Mm -hmm. And she calls them, what does she call them? Unicorn? No, I don't remember what she calls it, but that's what she picked out. So it's a rainbow unicorn poppet purse. It's heinous. It's so ugly. But she loves it. She puts... And she puts the most random things in it. Like, they like to bring a bag to daycare. In her bag to daycare today, here's what she brought. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. She brought uh, a nightlight. Okay. A single Tony's. Oh, okay. A spoon and a plastic bag. Yeah. Those are her treasures. Yeah. Her treasures. If she forgets one, 
her plastic bag unhinged. So that was one of my last three. Okay. Um, I did buy something darling for the nursery, which if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen it. Um, Target has these cloud shelves. Now, my my theme in the nursery is aviation. It's getting it's kind of like a loose theme um, because I really don't have much aviation. I don't think in it's there. loose at all. Your sheets, your my, prints. You have model airplanes. Okay, you have a mobile. You have cloud shelves. No, 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 no. So I haven't hung anything that's other than clouds that is aviation, which I'm getting there anyway. Target sells these cloud shelves in the nursery section, and they are the most darling things in the world. And I bought two of them. Yeah, they're really cute. Yeah. Um, I one of my last three was also for SBJ. What? And it was the car seat. I bought Liz oh, her car seat. Yeah, car mom got me my car seat. Obviously, the car mom had to buy the car seat. Yeah, so what did we go with? We went with the Kleck Ling, which is the infant seat that I use for um Fred as well. And we used the exact same color. She wanted the marshmallow. So it's like a black car seat with like a white I love the look of that interior. Car seat. Well, I like the white. I was nervous at first, but here's the thing about the white. One, hides baby spit up wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Two, doesn't get as hot. Win-win. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Having a June baby, that'll that, yeah. that'll be clutch. Um, when yes. you have to set it up. When do you want to install it? Um, I don't know. I got to probably... Depends on when I'm going to get a new car. I mean, you can do it when it's, Liz, it takes like five seconds. Like this is know, the easiest. Just, the Kleck Ling has what's called like a rigid latch. So it literally takes five seconds and it's 100% tight every time. Okay. I love it. Um, like I don't we don't like if Tyler ever had to take Fred like we don't even have two bases because the base is that easy to take out and reinstall okay well I'm super excited um about it um yeah so they say I mean you can really install it whenever they say you don't want to install it too early only because if you do get an accident you have to replace the car seat oh okay but I also understand like if you don't want to maybe like June stored in your garage yeah like it's like a June one kind of thing yeah yeah Maybe like second week. And like, you know, I don't even think with Fred, I think I literally remember with Fred. (laughs) This is so funny. I don't think I've ever told this story. So Fred had jaundice. We had to stay in the hospital for like an extra, I think two days. And, you know, when you when it's your third baby and you have two other kids at home, like you have to be a little bit flexible. You kind of have to divide and conquer. So Tyler had to take the other kids home Mm -hmm. and we live kind of far from the hospital and my parents live right next to the hospital. Mm -hmm. So I was like, don't worry about coming back to get me. Tyler, like my mom can pick me up and drive me and Fred home. You forgot the car seat. No, (laughs) I'm just like, so I I have the infant seat. The base is in the back of mom's car. So Uh I'm literally leaving the hospital. Just gave birth installing a car seat base yeah well not just, i mean it was like three days later but that's yeah. how easy the base is to install well it. yeah you're, yeah i did it three days post-birth in my mom's random car and then got to my house took it out and then finally put it in my expedition yeah. oh my gosh third mom energy i'm like loving my third mom energy how about this getting the car seat reminds me that i still need to get a stroller um how about bye bye baby also going out of business with I bed bath know. and beyond i've seen people get like a lot I, of really good yeah. deals we didn't even mention that which my thing with the baby is i thought it was kind of expensive um you know what i would i would agree i do remember i went stroller shopping with you years ago and it does kind of seem like the only place that you can, you can try, try them out mm-hmm. do a test drive well i think I was listening to a podcast and this guy was saying that, I mean, it's someone's probably going to buy the business and try to save some of them or at least like do something. So I actually don't know if we all the stores are going to like go up and leave. We'll see. We w- that we will. We'll see. Um, OK, my last of my last three transactions is um, I got the um, 
that thin hamper off Amazon that you have in Fred's nursery. Isn't that a good hamper? It's, I thought it would just be perfect for baby clothes. It's just like very thin. Also, it's like once that's full of baby clothes, it's probably it's, time to wash yeah. it. So it's like having something that's too big, you're less inclined to wash it. So I got that and I love it. It fits perfectly in the space. I have how many do I have? I have two in my house and I almost want to get one more for by my front door because I, that's where I get George and I dress in the morning because their clothes are on our cleaning closet because my house is kind of small. <laughs> Could, can't fit a full size dresser in the room. Don't have, okay. Regardless, I'm thinking about buying one more. Yeah. I love that. Hamper. They're great. Love. They're very good. Um, okay. My last one is I bought Fred his neck size up in PJs. Six to twelve. He's three um, months old and he's still in three to six, but he's busting out. I mean, he's a big kid. He's by far my biggest baby. Don't you think that's the way it works? Like the younger brother is like always the bigger one. Yeah, I, I can kind of, I, I would say sometimes. Yeah. I, George is just very skinny. Like yeah. George, I think has like my body type. Like yeah. I think he's going to be very tall, but skinny. Yeah. And Tyler's mom always tells me that uh, Tyler was 30 pounds at his first birthday. Like he was just. Yeah. Huge. Um, What brand of jammies did oh. you get him? kite baby yeah i'm obsessed with the kite baby solid colors and i like have a partnership with them and they probably like would send me like like a pr package like every couple of months but, like i couldn't even wait mm -hmm. so i just had to buy them i'm obsessed with i'm obsessed with the pajamas they are my favorite but the six to 12 months are so triggering because they the put grippies they put grippies on their feet i know when you had the code i bought some six to 12 because i knew i was gonna get all of fred's up until then and so um I was like, oh, I'll just buy some six to twelves. And I wasn't, I was like, I haven't even seen my baby yet. I'm not ready to have grippies. It is so it's triggering. Like Trigger the, warning, grippies on feet. Two like big milestones with kids that I was not mentally prepared for was one when they go from the four ounce. So I pump and give bottles a lot, because that's what I like to do. Um, not all the time, but you know, sometimes. But when they go from the four ounce bottle to needing like the bigger bottle. Like that's so much to handle because they were just having like little one. And then it's I like, I didn't I'm, even know that was a thing. I need to get four ounce bottles. Add no. it to my Amazon list. Well, are you using Dr. Brown's? I got some, I got two different types of bottles. I got one pack of two different types of bottles because that's what people recommend. Yeah. And you, you try them what your baby's going like. to like. Agreed. Well, the, some of the Dr. Brown's are four ounces and some are the eight ounces. And I you always start the with the ones. four just because like you don't need to fill. I don't know. Maybe that's, you know, you don't need them. It sounds like a waste okay, of money. Cause okay. like, why did I do that to myself? Yeah. Anyway, that's tough. And then when they start having grippies on their feet, you're like, what? Yeah. Why do they need these? And when they grow out of their infant seat hmm. and when they, it's just, it's all, they just grow up too fast. Like I can't believe Hattie's just out of diapers now. And just like that. Just like literally that. just like that. No, cool. Cause she's incredible. But yeah, today's episode is brought to you by rocket money. Try it free for 30 days is just enough time to try and completely forget about a subscription or service. Before you know it, you're paying for a subscription you don't use every single month. With Rocket Money, you can change that with just a few quick taps. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. I can't tell you how many times I've signed up for a free trial and completely forgot to cancel and was charged for months for a subscription I wasn't even using. I was literally throwing away money. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. 
Simply find a subscription you don't want and press cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash carpool. That's rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, Liz, are you ready for industry news where we spill the hot tea going on in the auto industry? Yeah, hit me. Okay, number one. This is from Automotive News. I thought this was just kind of interesting. With the Bronco rising, the Wrangler gets more features. The refreshed 2024 Jeep Wrangler will offer power front seats for the first time as Jeep increases its Uh, focus on creature comforts. And I said, the Wrangler didn't have power seats? For the first time? How much is the highest trim of the Wrangler? That doesn't have power seats. Elizabeth. I, that's what I'm saying. Oh, my gosh. So what, what would you buy? Bronco or Wrangler? Uh, Probably Bronco. 100%. Yeah. Literally 100%. Yeah. Not much of a... Especially if it doesn't have power seats until just now. It's going to be probably only their highest trim. Yeah, I know. So there's a few other like comfort features that they're adding that says that they're also going to use a something about a seven microphone setup instead of just two microphones. So I guess like the Bluetooth version is going to be better. Okay. I don't really use that personally. Yeah. So I th- I would agree, Jeep. I think people want some comfort features i'm like not a wrangler fan and i know this is like kind of controversial it's just like the crash ratings are like so bad it's really hard to get behind something and like they just don't care yeah that's tough like you can go to ihs and like watch a wrangler get crash tested you're like what yeah <laughs> what yeah so and it's so funny because when i did my teen driver content last summer which i'm going to start up again probably in june or maybe july like do like a whole teen driver month People always like, hey, my teen wants a Wrangler. Let's not buy our teens Wranglers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's just not do that. Yeah. Because like they will, like the, the cars, just, they just don't do well. Of course they want it. It's like a cool car. It's, it's a cool looking car and everything. But yeah, you got to go for, you got to go for safety, especially for a teen. Yeah. So anyway, that, but hey, the, they're having power seats. Hey, Wrangler, let's stop flipping over whenever you're ready. We yeah, will appreciate you it. Take your sweet time. Okay, next, this is a story from Car and Driver, and it says this Hyundai Ionic 5 can crab walk into a parking space. This is crazy. For the first time ever, we've seen Hyundai's e corner four wheel drive independent steering system in action on public roads for the first time, and we are mesmerized, says Car and Driver. Basically, what happens is Each wheel can turn up to 90 degrees individually, allowing for some truly impressive turning maneuvers and ultra tight park jobs. But what's crazy is like the car does this for you. Yeah. So it can perform tight 180 degree pivot turns by adjusting just the back wheels or pull off a 360 tank turn by adjusting all four wheels without occupying more than the car's initial footprint. Um, So you can you can Google it. But like, let me find it for you, Elizabeth. Would you trust it? Yeah. 
Oh, 100%. Oh, my gosh. That is Wait, Liz. freaky. Okay, 100% worth your time to Google this. This is freaky. So basically picture it like this. So it's this car trying to parallel park, essentially. So it pulls up past the car. No, it doesn't even pull up. It pulls into the exact spot that it needs to, the exact area that it needs to be. And then the wheels turn sideways and then it moves the vehicle sideways, sideways. like into the parking spot. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I would totally trust it. I think these, we used to have these on BMWs back in 2016 when I was selling cars and these cars could park themselves. Wow. And it's, I mean, it's cool technology. Yeah, that's crazy. So I really could have used that when I lived in LA. I know, right? Um, Okay, and then my last story is from The Verge. And this was kind of interesting. It says, GM killed the Chevy Bolt in the dream of a small, affordable EV. So I feel like we're always talking about how unaffordable EVs are. So just to give everyone a refresher on those numbers, the average selling price for an EV was $58,940. That's according to Kelly Blue Book data. That's nearly 15000 more than the average selling price of a new non-luxury gas-powered car. So apples to apples, if you're in the new car market, 15 k more just for, wow. ju- just for an electric car. And then there was the Chevy Bolt. The Bolt is the best value EV you can buy today. The smaller EV Bolt started at 27000 including destination. So the average was what I just told you, 58000 This is over $30,000 less than the average wow. EV for an electric car. That got you over 200 miles of usable range, enough space to enough space to seat five. We'll see about that. And all the modern creature comforts and safety features you'd expect on a new car in 2023. On top of that, you could also qualify for the $7,500 tax credit from the federal government. They stopped doing it. 2023 is the last year. Oh, wait! They stopped doing the bolt. So they're just like not making that affordable SUV anymore. So I guess the next car you could get would be the Equinox EV. And that's, you're not even touching that for 40. And that 40 is, you know, BS. You're not yeah. touching it for 50. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, so whoever just wants to be the affordable EV, do it. You'll probably kill it because a lot of people want, when they're looking at a new car, they're like, well, is it time to go hybrid? Is it time to go EV? Yeah. But if it's going to be $15,000 more, you're like, mm, maybe I'll just wait. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I talked about this on my Instagram stories this week too, just like used car shopping and how I think, and I am not saying this to make you feel bad because if I didn't do this for a living, I'd probably think the same way. Let's see if Liz gets it. Did you watch my stories yesterday? No. Okay. <laughs> Liz, don't overthink it. Like just hit me. If the, if the payment's $500, how expensive is the car? Oh, I Come have on, just, no just throw idea. Out a number. I just, have just, no what do you idea. Think? What do you associate a five hundred dollar payment with? Forty five. Twenty five. Okay. By the time you figure out financing it for five years and a six percent interest rate, and that's okay. before tax, title, and license. So like okay. twenty five for a five hundred dollar payment. That's an expensive payment for not for the cars that we see on the road. Yeah. Like I mean, we're the, the cars well, we tour are fifty, I, sixty thousand dollars. I always think about um, rent. And when I was paying rent in Dallas, split with another person, it was maybe $1,400 a month. Mm-hmm. So to, and that is for a full blown, uh, that's utilities, that is a kitchen, that is a living room, that is a dining room, that in is Dallas, bathrooms, and well, that is in Dallas. That is all of these things that I'm also getting for that price. Mm-hmm. To pay $1,000, $1,200, $1,400 for just a car a month blows my mind. So I agree. So 
I don't know how we got here, but now that we're here. So I think the important thing to do is just understand what your monthly budget means in terms of a vehicle selling price. So you can go to this place called carpaymentcalculator.net and just play with the numbers a little bit. Hit the budget tab and then type in a $300 payment, type in a $500 payment, type in a $650 payment, type in that with $1,000 down, with $3,000 down. And like you have to play with those numbers. So when you get to the dealership, you have an idea of what the payment's going to be. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how many times I do consultations or I see it in person. They're like, yeah, you know, I want to be at a $500 payment and we're looking at a brand new 2023 Hyundai Palisade. I'm like, we're not, mm-hmm. it's just, this isn't, we're not even in, the, we're they're not even close. Yeah. And you don't need that. So like pre-owned cars are a great deal right now. I know that they're still higher, but these new ones are borderline unaffordable for most American families. So look at the pre-owned market and like a hundred thousand miles is not that many miles. Car, the average car on the road has 143 average. And I think people think, oh, it has 100. So I would only get it to 150. There's only 50,000 miles. But then they drive 10,000 miles a year and that's only five years. And they only cut their last car for four. So it's just yeah. it's like, that's okay. Yeah. So I just want you to know that I don't think 100,000 miles is too many. And I support you in that decision. Okay. And that was my industry news okay. with a little car buying lesson on the side. I love it. Okay, well, I think it's time for our Ditch the drive through where we give you an easy recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut. And you said you have one today. I do, because I made this twice last week. Okay, what is or it? Or I made it last week and this week. Obviously, it's from Little Bits of Real Food Cookbook. Uh-huh. So sorry, Kelsey, I'm going to give a cookbook recipe out, but I don't think she'll mind. You said that last time. Oh, <laughs> You literally said that exactly last time. Well, said, I don't know. You gave one of her recipes. And you said, I don't, I don't think she'll care. She's going to start caring, Kel. <laughs> Shout out. Go buy her cookbook. It's got a lot of really good <laughs> okay, stuff in there. I won't give the recipe then. Go buy her cookbook, but I'll give the vibe. Okay. The recipe is a Philly cheesesteak bowl. Mm. And it is so good. But I'm going to say Philly cheesesteak in general is our ditch the drive through. Okay. So you get some steak. I did a sirloin steak and I just, the tip she gives in her cookbook is she puts it in the freezer to cut it up, to put it in the freezer for like 30 minutes so Mm -hmm. it's harder, it's easier to slice. So it's a Philly cheesesteak bowl. Hers is delicious and hers is uh, gluten-free and dairy-free, but you could like, you know, put your own spin on it. So hers is like a bowl that she does with cauliflower rice, but you could also do it on bread. You could do it on regular rice. But it's essentially it's just like some delicious sauté peppers and onions, uh, some nice sirloin steak kind of just chopped up or, you know, chopped in slices and then quickly cooked on the stove. And then... You can add some cheese. You can add whatever. Add a little soy sauce even. Yeah. It was just like so good. Sounds great. It was so good. I made it twice. And it's just steak, cauliflower rice, peppers, onions, soy sauce, and a little bit of her like uh, cheese, fake cheese sauce recipe. And it's super tasty. And for the full recipe, you can go to, what is her cookbook called? It's called Unbelievable. I can't stop. I Not to be dramatic, I can't stop cooking out of it. You got it off Amazon, right? Yeah, but it's sold out on Amazon. But I think it's available on Barnes & Noble. Okay. Like... She'd probably like shut up about my cookbook, Kelly. But like, I, I literally can't stop cooking out of it. Well, good. I've made so I mean, many incredible probably... things. And I just like it. I think I've said this. I just like it because it's so meat and veggie based. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Well, Kel, with that, I think that's our episode. Is that? What have you been cooking? Um, I made buffalo chicken again this week because my husband loves buffalo chicken in the crock pot. Grayson is coming home this Friday and um from being abroad for this entire semester and i said what do you want she said buffalo chicken anything so i think i'm gonna make um my buffalo chicken dip which is fantastic Uh, eat with some celery eat it with some chips and maybe get like an emo's pizza which is like a famous st louis style pizza and a salad 
And that's what we're going to do for Grayson's first meal back in America. I can't wait to hear like what she's been like munching on over there. I know. I mean, her Instagram looks incredible. So incredible. I think she's been eating. She's, and she's like in Italy right now. So I think she's doing just fine. But you know what? She wants buffalo chicken. You travel all over the world and you come back and you. What do you, you want, Liz? You want buffalo chick. Dip. Literally. Buff chick dip. And with that, that's our episode. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. And you didn't think I was going to forget, did if you? If you drive a Volkswagen Atlas. Whoa. I wanted to pick it. Okay. I'm loving it. But ho- ho- first of all, the Explorer moms showed up and showed out. Subaru Ascent moms, you showed up and showed mm-hmm. out. Volkswagen Volkswagen Atlas of all people. No, that's they're the they're the they're the I think they're like some of the most loyal people. Actually. The way that I expect to be blown up in the review section with <laughs> and make sure you sound off because we have to know. Say VW Atlas mom here. Yeah. VW Atlas former team who now drives a VW Atlas. Yeah. <laughs> I love the Carpool Podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.